Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Has Hobo been dethroned as the drop to start the show now? Has that been dethroned by Harmon Sheep impression? Whoa, just that quickly. Look at that. The hierarchy of my uh, random utterances has been This is going to be like the first time Georgia loses a football game and it's, look who's number one. Look at the streak that Hobo's been. (laughs) Hobo has opened the show for like almost a year now. That's a final. I got to say, I think I like that better now. Maybe maybe because I just have heard hobo so often. But, boy, I tell you, your sheep impression from last night, that's awesome. I don't know, man. Well, you got to tie your – let's hear hobo. Let's hear hobo. Hobo. Okay, hobo's still really good. The Ben Maller hobo drop. Okay, now now Armin. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's got to be the winner. That's that's got to be the winner. I did uh, tell tell my daughters the uh, brilliance of the the latest drop, and they said, "What is it?" It's like, well, I, I made like a sheep 
<laughs> just making the the point of <laughs> about some point of analysis, and uh, instead of making the point verbally and echoing, you know, just general verbiage, I I, I made the sheep noise. <laughs> yep, and you you don't even know when you say. When did I say it? I don't even remember. I don't even know what it is. Oh, I vaguely remember. But <laughs> all right, okay. Yeah, it's okay. I feel like uh, I feel like uh, Jesse the Body Ventura when when there was uh, when it was a big WWE event and and and, and the champion was going to lose and Gorilla Monsoon would or, or you know would sit there and go and here it is for the count one. Two and then Jesse would always jump in. Uh, he, he would jump in and go and go. Uh, we, we he would go monsoon. We got a new world champion. <laughs> Three ding 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 ding. He would always get it in monsoon. We got a new world champion. Three yay! We got a new world champion here on the show. Yeah, yeah, you know, you always got the analyst that wants to jump in on the call. Can't get a clean one, two, yeah. three. Yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, that was that was Jesse the Body though. Always would jump in. Always, always calling everybody McMahon. It was oh, we got a new champion, McMahon. New champion. Because remember, like, he did work with Vince McMahon on the uh, desk for years too. Just like right now, we got a new front runner for MVP in the NBA. Give me thirty-four points. For Jalen Brunson, because 34 with the Knicks is like 52 with another team. 34 for him and the Knicks win MVP, MVP. Jalen Brunson, get him on the short list, Mike Harmon. Okay, I'll put up a a poll question and we'll figure out where he ranks in that regard. They take down Indiana, Indiana, 23 and 19 team, eight and 12 away from. From home, so yeah, I mean, R.J. Barrett had a nice twenty-seven point night as well. Yeah, no, that was nice. It was nice. nine of twenty-three from the field. Uh, your boy uh, Randall, fourteen and sixteen. I mean, come on, everybody. And old Grimy had eighteen. I mean, everybody contributed. Here come the Knicks, man. I'm telling you, I told you, I had to get to 500 a little bit here. Here they come. Look out. Look out. Look oh, out. Boy. Here come the Knicks. Here but Buddy Knicks. Heald, the you know, guy that everybody's photoshopped into a Laker uniform for the better part of a year and a half, he had 31 in a losing effort. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what it is for my teams. It, it goes, you know, I always say the Mets, the Jets, right? The Mets, the Jets, the Mets, the Jets. So the Mets got me to the Jets. Yep. The Jets got me to the Knicks. So it's Mets, the Jets, the Knicks. The Mets, the Jets, there the Knicks. There you go. Mets, the and Jets, then, the Knicks. That's uh, what it is. There's a giant balloon of Carlos Correa floating overhead. And the, you know, now let me let me say this because I'll tell you what I am sick and tired of. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You know, I'll I, tell you what I'm tired of, McMahon. You know, McMahon. I am sick and tired of being sick and tired of hearing you spew this stuff. Okay, you know what I'm tired of is all this ha-ha, not ha-ha Clinton Dix, ha-ha, all the no, Mets. he retired, man. The Mets blue getting Carlos Correa, ha-ha. He's introduced today as a member of the Twins, and look, ha-ha-ha, Carlos Correa's physical showed nothing. Everything is fine. You know what? Stop. Did first they turn the all, machine on? First when of they, all. When they did any x-rays or anything? It's like, it's all clear. What do you mean it's clear? It's like, we didn't see anything. Yeah. He just came into a room and the doctor said, oh, you look good. Give me like 10 jumping jacks. Really? Yeah. Okay. And 10, 8, 9, 10. How do you feel? Good. Yeah, you're good. Let me sign for you right here. There you go. All right. Very good. You're all good. Of course he's going to look good. You know why? Because they only signed him for the next six years. That's all. Do you think this is going to come up in the next six years? No, even the Mets and Giants doctors would tell you the same thing, right? I mean, of course it. Lo- oh, look at this, yo! Why don't they show anything on the Twins? They got bad doctors in Minnesota. No, they got the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. Minnesota is just fine. But when you're only looking at a guy until he's 33, 34, 
Okay, this was about the Giants and the Mets were getting on the hook for $350 million. And so it was 13 years. So, yeah, you know what? Hey, once you get to 33, 34, this leg could become a problem. The Twins are saying, you get 33, 34, goodbye. We'll see you. You, You're done. So, yeah, of course that's going to be it because of the way. The doctors don't. They're not looking at a guy. They don't care about him. You think they sat down? What's he going to look like when he's 60 years old? Can he walk? Do you want to know that? Do you want to know if he can play baseball the next five years? Oh, no, I want to know about baseball the next five years. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, baseball the next five years is going to be fine. So, okay. So, okay. Right? So, that's number one. I'm sick of. The other thing I'm sick is hearing people telling me, oh, look how happy he is to be in Minnesota. That's a load of crap. That, like Archie Bunker would say, that's crapola. All right? How happy was he to be a, to be a Met? Right? He's got his kid in Mets gear. He's so excited to be a Met. He was so excited to be a Giant. Right? Oh, I love the Giants. I can't wait. I'm here for the press conference. Oh, it's not working. Oh, but I'm so excited to be a Met. I want to be a Met. And now he says today, oh, I couldn't be happy. Happier to be in Minnesota? That's a load of crap. There, they, they came in third. It was, you were the team that was still going to give them money for the next five or six years, and it was the most money the next five or six years. Yeah. So those two things. Stop with those narratives. That's what, that, that's what I'm done with today. Yes, I couldn't be happier to be here. Come on, man. Really? Really? I think you would have been happier in San Francisco. Then you would have been happier in New York. Now, but you couldn't be happier to be in Minnesota. I mean, come on, man. We know. I would rather you say, "Hey, I played here last year. It was okay." And, you know, they were going to give me 50 more million dollars in the Mets. So I'm here. So uh, let's ride, Twins country. Let's ride. I th- that's a popular phrase. Let me do the let's ride thing. So I'm done with both of those narratives. Well, at worst, it was still on the metal stand the entire time. So we look that's at true. it that way. I mean, it's still you were th- placed. You were third. You were third. Now you just get elevated. It's like in the Olympics when, when somebody comes in first and second, but they have some kind of bad post-drug uh, no, test. it's an infraction. Yeah, yeah, drug test. Hey, guess what? Bronze medalist is now the gold medalist. Congratulations. You win. Hey, you know what? You take the victory and you move on. And if you're a Twins fan, doesn't matter how he got there, how convoluted it is. Am I a little nervous when two other teams are balking over some medical stuff? Sure. But to your point, maybe it's the, the length of the contract and that extra $100 million that warranted a little more reticence and a, and a little more fine-tuning of the language and the, and the processes that you know before you signed away, before the underwriters decided that they, they were going to go down that path. In this case, six years, yeah, we could go there. Still got $200 million. I, I, he's got no reason to be unhappy. So any of that narrative you're trying to pull is just complete BS <laughs> and sour grapes. So you're going to have to get over it for that. <laughs> he got $200 million. Yes, what a miserable day he had. He's not happy to be there at all. He didn't spin a wheel and it's like, all right, whatever it lands on, I got to come play for it. It was a buck 24. No, that's not it. <laughs> buck 24 and a couple of tickets to a, a, a Wolves game. No, that's that's not what happened. I still got a two hundred million dollar novelty check, man. Hey, I get you season tickets to the Wolves, man. I mean, I think you might really like that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I think you might like that. Tell you what, we'll give you. uh, We'll let you drive the Zamboni for the Wild while we're at it too. I mean, just the way you you lay it up is like, well, these were the by far the superior destinations: gold plated, silver studded, star spangled, and over there, yeah, you got a bit of. Soda. 
a backwater, <laughs> terrible organization. They got nothing going on there. They got a check for $200 million waiting for them. Nah, nah, nah. Come on. It's terrible. It's a, a last resort. What the hell is he doing? He's miserable. He had his kid in his Met shirt. You know what? That kid could change out of that shirt into a Twins Kirby Puckett cartoon shirt so fast. Can't hurt back. You name it. Dan Gladden if you want. And your head will spin. Mm. I'll tell you, you know what I love about this story today? Because now, you know, with a press conference and he's how I'm so happy to be a twin. Yes, yes. Just like Jim Harbaugh is happier to be, to be a Michigan. Who's happier hey, do hey, you think? Hey, he's not going to be miserable hey. there either. Oh, wait a minute. He's still going to get millions. He may hate all the boosters and want to choke them out and all those mixers he's got to go to. But he'll hold yeah. his drink and he'll nod and he'll smile and he'll have, you know, American psycho thoughts in his head. Did you just say a mixer like it's 1967? That is damn right. <laughs> You know why? Wait, can I tell you why that is? Why? Because you went to a key party too? I might. Uh, I got invited to one next week. No, no, for uh, the theater department uh, at my kid's school, they're actually doing a thing where they are doing a mix. They called it a mixer. Okay. With four of the local high schools to come, you know, play improv games and kind of hang out and get to know each other a little bit. And it's, I don't know, I thought it was a pretty good idea. But they called it a mixer, so it was on the brain. There you go. It's a mixer. We're going to have a mixer. Cause it's, cause I'm, and then we're going to go see Breakfast at Tiffany's with Audrey Hepburn. Oh, it's a mixer. What a fantastic movie that is. Good for uh, you. You know what I liked about the culture you are? My favorite part of today, after all the, the bitterness and, and the being upset with the Carlos Correa haha, is the Mets' statement about it, right? Okay, what do the Mets have to say about Carlos Correa? It was a one-line statement. We were unable to reach an agreement. We wish Carlos the best. That's it. So you know how pissed the Mets are. You know how pissed Steve Cohen is at Scott Boris. But this is Scott Boris, right? This is life with Scott Boris. Whatever yeah. happened by – I think every single negotiation Scott Boris has, there's an element of the Johnny Damon Moneyball negotiation. You said I had him at 7.5, and you did. But Boston went – now you can have him for $7.75 million a year. Now you, go, oh, you know, congratulations, Blake. You win. Like, I feel like every negotiation with Scott Boris goes that way because that's kind of what it's been 100%. for the past few years. It's, it's it's so not you know signed until it's signed. They're so And he's going to find every permutation, everything that finds its way into a, a press release, into a comment in the media, anything social media to try to gain some leverage and see if he can't get another hundred grand, 200 grand out of you. That's the way it works. I can totally see, uh, and you could be artistic with this or any of our uh, digital wizards out there uh, across the globe. At Swollen Dome, man, how about a fresca? Uh, if you could take that famous Johnny Cash flipping people off photo you know where he's got that really oh yeah uh, yeah yeah you know yeah. anger you mm-hmm. know punishing face kind of going on there and if you could put steve cohen's face on there with that that'd be great <laughs> well like you boris you know not that he didn't get the best deal for carlos correa not that he didn't do that but this is somebody who every owner that he's ever had an interaction with walks away going i never want to deal with that guy again Right, and I and sometimes you have to worry about it because if, if you have the great players, you 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 don't care, right? You you're going to have to deal with me because if you want my guy and you really want, you know what, you got to deal with me. But here he is, and you know he pissed off the owner in sports with the biggest pocketbook, with the biggest checkbook that doesn't care. You could have come to him with two, three clients, going, "How would you like all three of these guys for a billion dollars?" Steve Cohen would say, "All right, let me make that check out right now for you, right here." I mean, all you did was was piss off a guy that you don't want to piss off because he's the owner. Or you want to stay in good graces because he's got the money is flowing. 
right? He doesn't care. We'll, we'll, we'll keep spending for teams. We're, you know, we'll keep flowing. The money is going to just keep rolling out of here. I, I walk and money just falls out of my pockets and out of my shoes all the time. But congratulations, you found a way to upset a guy that no agent or player wants to upset because they're thinking, man, the Mets like to win. They went out and got good. They keep going out to get good players. They're a good team. It's New York, and they pay money. They pay all kinds of cat. Wait, whoa, now they're off the table for me? Congratulations, Scott Boris. You bought that. Congrats. Well, Jason, I, I will say this. There's 29 other teams. And yeah, he but still he's wants the richest to be, Yeah, but no, that's fine. So he's going to not bid on players because they got to deal with the agent? No, you you. I can see him team. doing that. He, he's a bit, I can see No, I'm not dealing with that guy on general principle. I can absolutely see him saying Yeah, that. here's the problem. He's the guy that has most of your marquee players that you want to deal with. So he's over there waving at you. You want to be all obstinate? You want to be that guy? Here, hey, guess who's coming to market? I got five players. You, you sure you don't want to be in on the bidding of these? No, no, no. An advantage, Boris. You can try to put it up in your ivory tower with your free spend and free wheeling going. Nah, he's one of 30. Uh, someone else will step up. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... 
or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Well, before we get to big stuff out of the NFL today, one team has decided, hey, we have our fall guy for the season. Um, you know what I like that, that uh, you, know, you and I have talked about this uh, the last couple of the last week or two, how underrated a movie the menu was, and now it's streaming all month on HBO, and it's, oh, yeah. you know, it's come to the theater, you know, it's come to streaming right away. And, you know, it's one of those movies where when you watch it the second time, you pick up on a lot of stuff because the first mm-hmm. time you're trying to figure everything out. And, you know, I, honestly, if the ending was better, I really, if the ending was better, it would have been like a top three movie of last year. I, we'd be talking about, but the ending was just so blah that, that it kind of takes. Oh, you away didn't like it? The things. No, I thought it was a better ending that. than a lot of other movies that I've oh, seen this last year. I, 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 I don't know that that's anything. saying much because nobody knows how to do a third act anymore. No, but <laughs> I couldn't stand the ending. I thought there were so many things wrong with it. I'm, I, there were so many things wrong with the ending, and I'm saying to myself, "Wait, th- really? Wait, wait, really? Oh, this is." No, this is how it's ended. Okay. Because the rest of it was so good. The rest of it was so good. It was so like, this movie is insane. And then it ends the way it does. And, and, and there's so many times when I just walk out and go, that was a letdown. And yeah, I get that sometimes there's things that are so good that you get to the end and you go, how could you possibly end it? It's going to be impossible to have a really good ending. And nope. No, no, no. They, they, they find it. But this was not that movie. No, hey, we got to the end. How you? Oh, no, 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 no. We, 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 we couldn't finish this one. I, I'm telling you, outside of that top three movie of last year. Yeah, there were a couple little parts in it that kind of irked me. And you just kind of shrug and go, okay, well, they, they just moved the plot along there uh, and, and decided not to add more depth to this character, that character, or the other. But then you, uh, the, the ending, no. I mean, you've got your Halloween costume for this year. That's true. Yeah, you could. Yeah, and I'm just gonna walk and do the one clap like Ray Fine. Just the just the, the no, one clap. No, but that's just it. Hope everybody's quiet after I do that. Now there are one or two <laughs> things also in in the plot that you, you don't get. You know the close up that you need to be able to really uh, do the super sleuthing of what it meant, because you really would have to be a Jeopardy champion for one of the pieces mm-hmm. uh, of background that you don't get until you go and uh, start to look for that piece of information. Hey, when they showed this, what was the... <laughs> and then you get the the basic of it, and you go, oh, okay, now I can research that and learn my history, and now this all makes sense, and it, it ebbs and flows, but you don't get it. it like, you don't get a, the, the close-up that you need, right? The old, here it is in writing, but uh, no, we, we're going to give you a quick glimpse like, all right, I don't have a photographic memory, nor do I. can I scan it to uh, blow it up and magnify it in that moment to read what I need. So that would be my big complaint. But no, I like the end. And Anya Taylor-Joy, I mean, come on, she's fantastic. Yeah, no, the, everybody, the acting was great. It was re- Ray Fiennes was fantastic. Not many guys can pull that off. And everybody, everybody else in it was really good. It's just the end. And the, also the end brought a lot of questions about, other stuff from from earlier in the movie. I, it it really I it, I don't know. I mean I'm I'm glad you liked it. I just felt like for me I'm talking about a top three. I mean look, it's not going to be better than Top Gun Maverick, but you know, I'm talking about a top three movie of last year. Easy. 
Well, the other is, I mean, that, the guy that is the uh, Anya Taylor-Joy's uh, companion at the table, uh, he's now going to be in Renfield with Nick Cage, so he gets to experience that madness, so it's good. Oh, uh, 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 Hank McCoy, I, the Beast, he's going to be in it? Oh, is that is that who that guy was? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, he was in I don't, I don't in know the, the newer ones as Yeah, well. Nicholas Holt. Yeah, yeah he, dated, uh, he dated Jennifer Lawrence for a long time. Look at yeah, me, all this did. Hollywood knowledge Look I have that. right here. Yeah, buddy. I'm a little stalkerish there. Good no, job no, by just you. stuff I know. Oh, he's really no, no, no. Once great. you added the Jennifer Lawrence part to it, like if you just oh, said, okay. "Hey, I know him from this role," <laughs> cool. And that's like, you know, he dated Jennifer Lawrence, and so I'm celebrating another ber- celebrity birthday yeah. today. Yeah, suddenly I'm Bob, Bob Gowen. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you everything. <laughs> Here we are today celebrating a birthday. By the uh, way, we talked a lot of Golden Globes yesterday. I got to get this off my chest because it was in my uh-oh. timeline all day. Sure. The fact that every jackass on the red carpet felt compelled to bug Austin Butler and Jenna and uh, what's her name from uh, Wednesday? Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega. Yeah. The, the Can you do the dance? Can you show me the dance moves that you did for the movies? Like, just shut up and interview them. <laughs> Leave them alone. Stop inter- impersonating them. You're not original. Mm. 900 jackasses on that line had already done it. Move on. Like yeah. an ask you to. Well, listen, I, I, it, it's hard for me to get upset because I want the shows to have more fun, and those shows just aren't fun anymore. Oh, no, the that, Oscar, was, that I, was not. You know, I went back and watched it. It was not fun, except I'm, for I'm a couple of you. the speeches and, and people getting drunk. I'm telling you, dude, the, the, you, you want to go back to, to try to trace where the Oscars and the, and the Golden Globes and, and award season has gone from something everybody can't stop talking about to something that, look at the record low, right? Golden Globes, nobody watches. Return to television. Controversy with the Golden Globes, all of this. Yeah, you can, you can put in a bunch of different things. You can say, well, the pandemic hurt a little bit, sure. You can say streaming hurt because now it's, it's hard to see all the movies. But you look at these shows, right? Because they, they always nominated movies that nobody saw. And you still loved and watched, and watched right. the Oscars anyway. But these shows are just no fun. There's the fun. I mean, I, I understand. And, and when we come on and actors, you know, they talk about stuff that's near and dear to their lives and their causes. And that's great. And you can do that. And you have a bit, you know, hey, you can do it on Twitter if you want to and on social media. But here's your big here's your big chance when I get to give my speech or I get to go. on. And I understand that. That's great. You know, actors want to do that. That's awesome. Because here's when when I can get a message out. But would it kill you to put some fun in the broadcast, too? There's no fun. All the jokes were really controversial, and some of them went over people's head. There's just no more fun in these shows. And that's, you can go back to go, why people stop watching the Oscars and why stop watching the Golden Globes? Because there's just no fun. I don't care who's hosting anymore. I don't care. The biggest thing was obviously Chris Rock and Will Smith. And they've changed it from the setting of the big amphitheater to now it looks like it's, 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 it's in a cocktail lounge. It's just, there's no fun. The fun is gone. And I'm not going to watch something that's not fun because you know what? I watch movies because they're fun. But I'm not going to watch this because it's just not a fun broadcast because i know i'm, I'm, I'm going to get they're going to everybody's going to talk about their causes and that's great but you got to entertain me man I, I, we're watching this to be entertained and, and it's like you forget that right entertain me you know it's, it's enough to say when movies come out hey you got to see this movie it's important no i don't because it's going to depress me i get enough dep- i get enough depression at regular day reading about stuff that's going on that really matters in the world right here you make a movie about something great if i want to see it great but to, but to see 
sit here and tell me I'm just going to be depressed for three hours. The, the performances are great. You need to see them. This guy's so good. Yeah, but I don't care. If it's going to be something that makes me gloomy for three hours, I'm not going to watch it. you got to entertain me, and you you got to bring the fun back. And whether that's you'll find the next Billy Crystal, whatever it is, but there's just no more fun. And it's like they've stopped doing that and, and, and watching these shows now. It's like, why am I doing this? There, there's no give back for me. There's going to be nothing to talk about the next day. There's going to be no, it's, it's not helping at all. You've forgotten the fun. You get back to the fun and you put skits in and you let people like Will Ferrell give out, give out rewards, everything else. You, you got you to gotta figure out a way to make people say, I got to watch this. I got to watch this. And they don't. And it's just, we're just going to, it's like they've gotten the mode of, we're going to put this broadcast out there and it's just going to be a little bit worse than last year and it's going to be a little bit less fun and, and less people are going to watch. You know, how about, how about some kind of radical change just to the show, not to the movie, just to the show and make it more fun. Give me fun, man. You got all kinds of time. I don't care if it's four hours long. I'll watch it. If you're entertaining me, I don't care how long it is. But you got to give me more fun. You said fun so many times. You sounded did, did like not. Ralph Wiggum during the Funzo. I want uh, fun, fun, fun. <laughs> Yeah, fun. <laughs> what should we name it? Fun. You say what? If fun one more time, Ralph. Fun. I want fun. <laughs> you choo choo choose me. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, buddy. No, I know. I, I, that's all I had to say. You, oh, that's you, a- <laughs> you, you did your Ralph Wiggum. No, it, look, you had a, a bunch of speeches that were great. I, I highlighted the Colin Farrell one. I really enjoyed uh, that movie, The Banshees. And his speech to, to Brendan Gleeson and, and their collaboration and everything, it, it just strikes to the heart of, you know, friendship and the relationship you build at work and, and the folks and how they become part of your lives. And, well, in the, in the movie, uh, how you don't want them to be part of your lives anymore. But it's, it's one of those kind of things where you had a couple of good moments there, but everything else seemed forced to drive. I mean, Eddie Murphy won the night, as Frostberg alluded to yesterday. His mm-hmm. three rules for uh, leading a successful life. Uh, really, it, it's good advice. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Uh, the Jason Smiths are with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Now, let, let me just say this now because here, here's a big NFL story. We got, we got some big NBA stuff coming up in a bit. Um, apparently, the Broncos are going to talk to everybody about being their next head coach. All right, so here we, we got everybody, right? Everybody's on our list. We're going to talk to Jim Harbaugh. They interviewed former Stanford head coach David Shaw earlier today. Um, I got a feeling this is going to be the opening. That, hey, we got a lot of people that want this gig because it's still a pretty good opening. The Broncos are a pretty – you know, look, the team is pretty good. They got a lot of weapons. You can – get credit for remaking Russell Wilson and turning him back into being a superstar. And I feel, I feel like they're just going to talk to everybody. We are going to talk to every single person. We'll talk to Rex Ryan. We're going to talk to everybody about this gig before we make a decision. It's one of those, hey, we're going to have a nationwide search for our next head coach, right? Like you see in, in, the, in, the, in our business all the time. It's, hey, uh, you know, uh, you know 93-3, the flamethrower, looking for their next great afternoon drive star. Nationwide search for this. Send your resumes. Send your demo tapes. And it takes like eight months because, oh, we're going to take so much time going through this because we got to find. And that's like we have no idea what we want that just tells me a team has no idea what that when you talk to so many different people it's ah uh, we really don't know what we want hey he's available we'll talk to jim harbaugh he's talking to everybody we'll talk to david Shaw. okay we're gonna, they're going to talk to everybody they're, they're going to do one of those nationwide search things well i, th- I think part of it is you're, you're trying to figure out how much if any input you should allow russell wilson into this process Right, because part of the the big part of it is that albatross that is his contract. 
and trying to discern how broken is he or did you see something in those Kansas City tapes that leads you to believe that this was an aberration and that with some tweaking, some better game management? Because, look, once they did take the reins away from Hackett, Look how much more effective he was. Look how much more effective and efficient that offense was once you went to Rossburg, right? Bringing him in as an efficiency expert after that debacle against Seattle, and you didn't hand him the reins at that point, which he probably should have had more input given his history and pedigree, but he was there at least to kind of be the grown-up in the room in those down-distance situations and to allow Hackett to focus on, in theory, the bigger picture and what, what needed to be done, and well, clearly that didn't work. But in those final games, their, their pre-snap penalties were down. Their their passing yards were like the better. Their down conversion rate. All of these things worked to their benefit. So he's a guy that I'd be looking at, perhaps on the larger scale too. That you know, if you can't make the big splash, but yeah, I think a lot of it is bringing in different opinions because you're you're not football people. You you run you run Walmart. <laughs> I mean, you, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you, you run a, a massive business that you know one of the chief operating things is to forecast how many garden gnomes you're going to need in a given spring period, which is which is important stuff. You don't want to run out of those. But my point being, operational efficiency there doesn't necessarily translate to football acumen. And when you've already kind of neutered in the way you've do- talked about it publicly, you've already neutered the guy that's your GM. Well, what else can you do but go to a, a larger larger perspective because you want to have all those that input because how do you get smarter? Talk to more people. Get those perspectives. See where the, the overlying uh, and, and overarching themes in their speech of, well, here's what I would do. Get those presentations and elevator pitches in and, and maybe you come to consensus that way. One or two people and, and taking the best sell uh, might not be the way to go. I'm telling you, four interviews in three days, they have no idea what they want. That, and that, that's all. When you talk to that many people, oh, we're going to go. We're no stone unturned. It sounds like, hey, they're really serious about this, but it's really, we don't know what we want. And we're hoping someone comes in and blows us away and says, oh, yes, we're going to give you the job. They have, the Broncos have no idea what they want. That's well, it's exactly like buying a house. You go and look at a lot of them before no you idea. pick one. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. 
Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Where it's time now to make room for a brand new name at the top of the MVP list here. And joining us now is a guy who's going to have 10,000 words on it tomorrow. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. That's at Mark G underscore Medina. Mark Medina, NBA.com insider, who's going to have a big column tomorrow on why Jalen Brunson is the NBA MVP. Mark, congratulations being the first person to write that article. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I got I to address some disinformation here. This <laughs> survey, Jalen Brunson's nowhere near it. Nikola Jokic is at 40% for MVP, and Luka Doncic is at 43%. The only category that the New York Knicks uh, were ever in this discussion was when I polled different writers, hey, what, what was the top performance? And it was Luka Doncic's triple-double against the Knicks, as well as, you know, top play category, Luka's putback to force overtime. So it's always, uh, you know, in the headlines for the wrong reasons with them. So, you know, but I'm looking at it as you say, you say Jokic is at 40% and Doncic is at 43%. I see Jalen Brunson at 48%. Oh, so I, wow. yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like 150 percent. That's why I did 150 percent uh, column there. So it's, he's, he's at 48 uh, percent. You know, what? We'll, we'll recast the ballots <laughs> and until it gets the result that you want, uh, we'll continue to do it. All right. So <laughs> I thought that was the poll of the see? voices within your own brain. Uh, that's that's how that's, he's got it, Harm. He's got it. It's just, hey, we'll just keep doing the poll until you get the result you want. Thank you. That's all I want. That's, well, that's I, I don't want it. anything. I just want that. The proper hashtags will get it to the right uh, audience to get you where you need to be. Uh, as we go through it, and what, what was the most surprising thing that you found in, in the media survey? Was there something that just came out of left field on you uh, as you polled people? Yeah, the two things that were most surprising, that MVP race, I didn't think it was going to be neck and neck between Luka and Jokic. I thought that there were 
going to be you know more votes for guys like Jason Tatum and Giannis and Kevin Durant. I thought it would, there would be you know a lot more parity of a top five, but it's clear that you know Jokic and Luka are neck and neck, and you know they're almost coming at it from different ways. Like no doubt, both guys are playing really brilliant basketball, but you know Luka's on a Mavericks team that even though they're technically ranked fourth in the Western Conference, there's a lot of feeling that hey, they're not they're no more good than a playing tournament team or a first round exit or the Nuggets, you know, they're seen as a team that could make the NBA finals. And so ultimately, will voters, you know, reward a player for being on a winning team or is it going to be about most valuable if you remove that player, how will that team look without them? So that's going to be a tough thing. And then I would say the other surprising part is that, uh, you know, there was 34% of voters that thought that the Clippers were due for this strong second-half run. Um, you know, the Clippers have been so up and down, they haven't been healthy, and for them to have a lot of optimism still about these guys, uh, I thought it was revealing, because as much as I know that they're about the long game and they feel like they can plug and play, I think at some point continuity has to matter. So, you know, I don't share that same level of optimism, but there's still a lot of voters that do. Got a lot of people that refuse to admit that they were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to stick with this until the end. Until it is mathematically eliminated. And then I'm going on vacation. All right, so I can take that take all the way to the end with me. All right, now now, now this this midseason, you can find it on on Mark's Twitter page, again, at Mark G underscore Medina. Uh, 30 beat reporters and insiders talking about the storylines for the first half and second half. You know, you hit one that's really, that, that to me is one one of the most interesting things there is that you talked about 27% of the people you talk to, all the insiders say the Clippers are poised to make a big second half run, but that pales in comparison to the team that everybody thinks can make the big second half run. 43% say it's going to be the Warriors. Now, they know the Warriors have to play games away from home, right? The NBA hasn't changed anything that says the Warriors are going to play every game at home. If they've yeah, done but they're that, not winning I, at home either, Jason. I, yeah, but they still have a great record at home. I, I, could, I can be with that there if they think that could be the run. Yeah, well, I thought it was interesting is that they thought that the Golden State Warriors could make a, a, a big second-half run, but it wouldn't really seem like it would amount to anything. I mean, when I polled all these voters, 30 of them total, the Warriors only got one eighth place vote and two tenth place. Um, as far as like getting to the NBA Finals, I believe there was only one voter that predicted that the Warriors would get to the finals, and incidentally, that they would just lose to the Bucks anyway. And so, uh, I think you know, not just with the Warriors, but with the totality of the West, it felt a lot more spread out and wide open. Where the East, it just felt like, hey, it's between Boston and Milwaukee. Fifty-seven percent is going to the Celtics. 33% scoring to the Bucks. Um, as far as who's going to be in the finals in the West, it's just almost you pick you pick whatever team out of a hat. Clippers, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Warriors, Mavs. Um, I, I think there's, unlike last few years, there's a lot more um, competition in the East and a lot stronger teams than there have been historically. Uh, so I do wonder if to what extent that played a factor in as well. 
Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here from the TireRack.com studios. On the hotline with us as he joins us regularly, NBA writer, NBA.com. You've seen his work, USA Today, Mercury News, the LA Daily News. Uh, and you find him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. We're talking about his latest up on NBA.com. I've just retweeted it uh, at Swollen Dome, uh, Fox Sports Radio, uh, at Fox Sports Radio, I should say, etc. Uh, one that I'll correlate the two from the east you know you talk about the depth mark is you know talking about the personnel moves from last summer that made the biggest splash in cleveland 67 percent yet in the eastern conference who's representing them in the finals uh they don't even sniff it's just boston milwaukee and brooklyn yeah uh and i think here's the thing there's a lot of uh i think strong impressions from cleveland but there's a feeling that they're probably only good for the second round, and maybe they have to play wait my turn for next season. And I think that highlights that, you know, there's a lot of continuity uh, from Milwaukee and Boston's end. And with the Nets, what I found interesting is there's a lot of, there's like a strong division. There were firm believers that think that this really strong push that the Nets have had it means that they're back into championship contention mode. And that there were a lot of voters that thought, you know what, Kyrie and Kevin, Kyrie's due for another, uh, you know, drama-filled excuse for why he's not in the lineup, and Ben Simmons might be inconsistent again, and Kevin Durant might have some injury concerns moving forward. So it was really like you're either voting them for first place or for six, um, and when you remove that, it's just really heavy on the Celtics and the Bucks because they have basically the same personnel from last season in the Celtics they added Malcolm Brogdon in the Bucks you know they added Chris Middleton in terms of him being healthy and so that aside it's like hey pick up right where you left off and let's see how those two teams battle out in the East Finals uh, presumably through seven games you know I think one of the things that a question that you answered that has been something that's kind of been you know on my mind all all the first half of the season long just seeing how the the overall love for the Celtics and Milwaukee and more for Brooklyn is that the question for me is is the Western Conference just so good and everybody is just beating up on each other or is it just competitive and, and, and really all the talent is in the East. And, and judging by what everybody that you talk to for this survey is, it's, yeah, the Eastern Conference is great. Those teams at the top are far and away better than anybody out of the West. The West is just more competitive than it is really good. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, the Western Conference, it's not scrub teams. Uh, you know, maybe the San Antonio Spurs are and the Houston Rockets, but yeah, I think you hit on a good point. It is competitive. They There's a handful of teams that you think, okay, they're decent to make it to the second round, but not much beyond it. But at some point you have to choose a team. And so I think, you know, there was a plurality of voters that are still leaning on, hey, if the Clippers are healthy, they're the best team. But that's a huge if. Um, and when you look after that, you look at the Denver Nuggets, you look at the Memphis Grizzlies, you look at the Golden State Warriors, the Dallas Mavericks. There's a lot of different reasons why those teams are in the mix, but there's a lot of different reasons why those teams are vulnerable. With the Nuggets, they got obviously one of the leading MVP candidates in Jokic. They got Jamal Murray back and Michael Porter Jr. back. They got good coaching and depth, but uh, health has always been tenuous the last few seasons with them. The Grizzlies, they're a young, brash, up-and-coming team, but are they ready to make that next 
step where they're not just a team that can make playoff noise, but can they be a team that makes championship noise? The Warriors, I think there's this adage of, hey, you don't bet against them because of their championship equity, but this whole timeline, two-timeline approach of leaning on the all-stars and the young players as of now during this regular season hasn't really worked. With the Mavericks, I mean, Luka Doncic can win games on his own, but can he do it for all 82? Probably asking for too much. So with all that, a lot of enticing basketball. It's very much up for grabs, but there's not that predominant team like the Warriors once were in the West where you felt like, okay, it's inevitable they're going to be in the finals. So who's the speed bumps and other teams that are going to try to to make it more challenging for them. So in some ways, it makes it more entertaining uh, because of the unknown of who's going to win. But on the other hand, I think that you're also seeing less quality of play because of how good the teams are or lack thereof. Let me back it out uh, further. We talked a bunch about the Clippers uh, as we are based in L.A., the inevitable. Let's talk about LeBron and the Lakers because they are only a half a game out of the ninth slot, which shows the crowded nature uh, of the back end of the standings there. LeBron playing some ridiculous basketball when available. The wishing, wanting, hoping that Anthony Davis gets back on the screen uh, and able to play soon. And then, well, Russell Westbrook shows up in your, your poll there as a guy, hey, He's almost he's in the almost receiving votes for six man of the year. Yeah, he got two votes out of thirty. It looks like Jordan Poole's gonna get that six man over us. Right. But but just the idea that they have played at least for the last couple of weeks, and we can take shots at the schedule, but you play who's on the schedule. Uh that that they've won some games. LeBron with some of his chatter the last week. What do you what do you make of it? Of the the DNA and the winning and, and the way he's speaking right now? Yeah, well, I think what we've seen with LeBron is what we've seen for most of his career is, A, that he's dominant, and B, that uh, you never bet against him because if you do, you wind up losing money, right? But I think that there is still a disconnect of, okay, you might not want to get bet against LeBron, but that doesn't mean you should bet on the Lakers. Um, yeah, no doubt they're improving a lot better, partly because of LeBron, partly because Russ has, you know, uh, for the most part, succeeded in this bench role, and Darvin Ham's had found a good rotation of role players, most notably with Thomas Bryant, with mitigating the absence with Anthony Davis. But uh, the thing that fascinates me, it's clear that whether LeBron's waning, patience is waning or not, and he's publicly debated that, it's clear that he wants the front office to get off its high horse of, hey, we're going to protect our first-round picks for the future. He wants them to go all in because that's how he's been operating his entire career when he's on a team they have a chance to win a title and therefore they make moves to put themselves into contention and look LeBron as a GM or an influential player as an organization has had a checkered uh, record as far as personnel moves but I think that philosophically the Lakers should at least that he uh, he did the credence that when you have a superstar on your team that's still producing it's your obligation to pour those chips in but where the Lakers have been, they only want to do it if it's for a move that puts them into championship contention. And that reason hasn't uh, changed, or that, that, that thought process hasn't changed, but the circumstances had. At first it was, oh, we don't want to do that because we have optimism of how you know, uh, a, a full new season with Russ, AD, and LeBron will look under Coach Darvin Ham. And then when Anthony Davis got hurt, it was, well, we don't want to do that because we might be so far behind in the standings that what's the point of going all in when this might be a rebuilding season? And now it's almost like, hey, well, what we have has been good enough, so we don't need to do anything more. And I I think that's 
a, a very much of a fool's errand because through the highs and lows of the Lakers season, they're no better than a team that's barely above or below 500. Uh, philosophically, things aren't going to change, and so I think that they still have to have this idea that they got to make a move before the trade deadline so that they at least improve their odds of getting in that title picture, no matter how slim it might look, because they're the Lakers, and you know what's the alternative? Just battling for the playing tournament—that's dumb and boring, and very unlike how the Lakers have usually, uh, you know, marched to their own drum. But you know, I guess times have changed. He's NBA.com's Mark Medina. Check out the midseason media survey, the select group of NBA beat reporters, uh, as they answer the big questions of what we've seen so far in the first half, what we'll see in the second half. Big takeaways, big predictions, teams poised to make a big second half run, representing each conference in the finals. What's the best game of the season, the best play of the season, most surprising storyline of the season, top 50 best Knicks storylines of the season. Only one of those. (laughs) is not in there. Uh, Mark, as always, thanks a bunch. Check it out. It's on his Twitter page as well. The link is there. Mark G underscore Medina also on NBA.com. Take it easy, and we'll talk to you next week, buddy. Have a good one. Hey, thank you, guys. Maybe next survey there will be some next results, but uh, I doubt it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Way to go, Mark. Wow. Okay. I got to say, I am kind of upset that, yeah, the Knicks did make it. Yeah, because Luka was the play of the year. It was against the Knicks. Oh, great. Thanks a lot. Well, you got to uh, mention. Yeah, that's true. That is true. At least they're talking about us, right? At least they're spelling Knicks right. You just make sure you spell the Knicks right. <laughs> uh, let's find out what's trending. S. In the wide world of sports from someone who had the <laughs> over on Jalen Brunson 30 points tonight. Yeah. And won ten grand. Yes. And then she put it all on the Clippers <laughs> to win the NBA title. Hey, and Steve. then I lost and I had to give money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that's how bad that bet is going so far for yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. Your Knicks held on. They beat the Pacers. It's true. One nineteen to one thirteen. Jalen Brunson, thirty-four points, four assists. Julius Randle didn't shoot well. He was five of twelve, but he ended with fourteen points and sixteen rebounds. Giannis Antetokounmpo didn't shoot well at all. He was three of ten. He Ended with seven points, though, 18 rebounds and 10 assists. The Bucks pulled away when it mattered against the Hawks in, like, the final three minutes of, a, of the game. It was a 13-2 run. Brooke Lopez, though, he had four three-pointers, finished with 12 points and, or excuse me, 20 points and 12 rebounds. The Celtics, they've won four in a row. They beat the Pelicans 125-114. to 114. They had the best record in the NBA at 30-12. and 12. Jalen Brown led the way, 41 points and 12 rebounds. But the Memphis Green. Grizzlies have won seven in a row. They are hot. They're at the top of the Western Conference by just half a game. The Nuggets are behind them, and they're currently playing the Suns. Five minutes to go in the third quarter, and the Nuggets are up 91-62. to But back to Memphis. They beat the Spurs 135-129. John Morant, 38 points, five rebounds, four assists. Yeah, so they're at the top of the Western Conference, 27-13. and Nuggets, though, if they beat the Suns, which it looks like they're going to, they'll be tied again. And, of course, the Wizards had a game-winning three-pointer by Kyle Kuzma to beat the Bulls 100-97. to He ended with 21 points and four rebounds. The Pistons snapped Minnesota's four-game winning streak and outscored the Timberwolves 135-118. to The other game still going on in the NBA, the Kings are beating the Rockets 90-84 to with three and a half minutes to go in the game. A little NFL news. It was recently announced by a couple of different sources and reports that the Broncos have interviewed former Stanford head coach David Shaw 
Utah for their head coaching vacancy. And earlier today it was reported that former Colts and Lions coach and Lions coach Jim Caldwell also interviewed with the Broncos today. We know that the Dolphins will be without quarterback Tua Tokovailoa for their wild card matchup in Buffalo on Sunday. And we're expecting that the Ravens will be without Lamar Jackson. And quarterback Tyler Huntley is also questionable. He was limited at practice today with shoulder and wrist injuries. And I guess this 40-yard dash run between you guys is getting serious because Jason said he's going to wear shorts for it. Yeah, sure. I can win. I can so win it's getting serious. No You'll sweat. Be intimidated by my calves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have hey, to wear shorts too. You won't too. be able to run. Real quick, Monts. You said uh, the the Broncos interviewed Shaw today. When do they interview Hobbs? When do they stop it? <laughs> yeah, when do they stop it? If you got to talk to Hobbs, right? Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> got to talk to Hobbs. You got to talk to Shaw. Stop Hobbs it. And Shaw. That's Hobbs good. And Shaw. I didn't watch that movie, but I heard it was funny. The That's one right. with just I- them two. I liked Hobbs, but not so much Shaw. Oh, right. Hobbs was good. Shaw was. How about that? Or did I like Shaw, but not Hobbs? I well, and now it. we're going to get the trailer for Fast, what, 27 or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're just going to keep making Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, hey, because we keep money, watching why them. Wouldn't you? It's yeah. our fault. It's our Fast fault. Fast and the Furious 30. The big triple X you can see. <laughs> there you go. Stop. Although Vin Diesel was already in one of the triple X movies, wasn't he? <laughs> well, they, they could do whatever they want. Michelle Rodriguez came back to life. Okay, yeah, yeah, they could yeah, do anything they brought, on they that. They brought movie. Letty back. Sorry, spoiler alert. Yes, they brought Letty back. Yes, if you haven't, yeah. you know, if you haven't watched the first twenty of them, yes, yeah. they brought her back to life. <laughs> Thanks a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> TireRack.com loves tires, and since 1979, they've been helping people find the right tires for how, what, and where they drive. Their team of experts has the knowledge and passion to assist every driver, and they're just a phone call or a click away. The website's packed with information, advice, and tools to make buying the right tires a snap. Like the tire decision guide, answer a few questions and you'll get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less they sell only the best brands in the industry like the high performance hand cooked ventus tire the all-season optimal lineup and the off-road capable hand cooked dynapro light truck and suv tire ratings reviews test results and a national network of over 10,000 recommended installers free road hazard protection fast free shipping with delivery in as little as one day in many areas they even offer mobile tire installation that comes to your home or office tire installation on your terms gain changer i'm telling you go to tirerack.com slash sports and see for yourself that's tirerack.com slash sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be well coming up next an nfl story i've, I've been avoiding but i've been told we kind of have to do it so we're doing it next fox i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. (laughs) 
With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.